Yeah. How's it going, Sophia? Well, if the fact that I'm hiding in my child's room is any <laughs> indication. <laughs> I We did not plan the fact that we're both going to be sitting on bedroom floors. I just want to be very clear. This I You came on the call and I was like lying and resting and having a nap in my heated blanket and then you're just in your kid's bedroom. Yep. And literally just finished making them pancakes for lunch because it's Leo's birthday and he wanted pancakes. So pancakes I made. <laughs> Such a random kid request. Like why pancakes? You make so he many of these pancakes. He loves them. He has a giant chocolate cake I made last night waiting for him in the fridge. Like he'd eat probably that for lunch, but I, I, we, I just can't. Like I can't sing happy birthday. I can't. My whole day has been back to back and in between trying to please the birthday child. <laughs> um I find it's been so busy now before we jump into this maybe you can just explain to people who you are what you do why you're here yeah maybe because I forced you to come here (laughs) no I actually this is an amazing break um I am Sophia uh DeSantis and I run Veggies Don't Bite which is it started off as a food blog kind of showcasing the recipes that I recreated um that were our favorites when we had to switch our diet for my husband's health Um, and when I say switch, I mean, we're mostly, we had to go to mostly a plant-based diet. Um, mostly meaning we eat mostly plant-based at home. We don't stress about it. My middle child will only eat one type of mozzarella cheese. He won't eat anything else (laughs) in the cheese department. So it is what it is. And that's what I get. Um, you know how it is with kids. So mostly plant-based means we balance our, um, necessity for health with our necessity to stay sane. And that's the way it is. But um, the site has kind of developed into a place for guidance and systems and supports for people that either want to be plant-based or want to just have a few more meals with more vegetables. Delicious Um, meals. Oh my God. I can't handle your Instagram. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) one of these, okay. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I have not cooked something yet, but that's only because I don't cook. I know. You know what? About me. No, I have a lot of really good friends of mine that are saying their husbands cook and they do not. So I get it. Um, But it's more so like it's meals that aren't overwhelming to prepare is kind of what I have evolved into um, and providing the guidance and the systems and the supports. And I'm really big on making food your happy place versus your stressful place. And I feel like so many people think that it's stressful. So um I'm actually in the midst of creating a course slash, I don't know what it's going to be quite yet, on <laughs> um, a very unique way to quote unquote meal plan. And I put that in quotes because it's not a typical meal plan. It's kind of the un-meal plan. Oh, I'm so excited. I yeah. It's it. like, I call it an un-meal plan because it's not what, I don't see, I have not seen anything like it out there. And I've created it based on my own personal research I've done in the last couple of years. So you're doing all of this while at home with the two boys and your husband's working from home right now. Oh my God. And you uh, two boys? I've got three boys, girl. You have three. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd two. The worst. Sometimes, Sorry. Sometimes I, just I lock I one of them in the closet. <laughs> I can't believe you. I for sure thought you had two. Maybe... Does like one kid not show up a lot on social media? No. Um, you rotate. Maybe. They all look very similar. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's funny you say that if you saw them next to each other, you'd be like, they're related. Um, it yeah. might just be that it's mostly Leo because he was always the one. He's, he's in preschool. He just turned five he's today. He's your right? Yes. Well, he's always with me. Yeah. Um, he's always with me because he's not in preschool right now, but he's <laughs> not in school yet. So. Yeah. Um, whereas my other two in school, um, a lot. So, um, you see all their hands on all my pictures cause they're the ones holding things for me. <laughs> Aww, it's like a family thing. I love They technically that. work for me. They actually get, um, they're on payroll. Are they really? They are. Mm-hmm. We just set that up because they do a lot. And my, um, uh, my tax guy's like, why aren't they on payroll? Sweet. So yeah, they pay for, they are on payroll. We just started it this year because I'm an official LLC now um, filing as an S-Corn. So they're on my payroll and when they need things, they pay for them. That's amazing. You're yeah. a cool mom. That's friggin' sweet. Um, it was, you know, I had no idea I could even do this until I hired. I finally like 
became a business and I hired a tax guy and I was like, wow, there's all these cool things you can do. No idea. I did not know. Oh yeah. Cause are there not child labor laws involved in that? Like can, you can hire children or is um, it because they're part of I, your family? Maybe because it's part of my family. Um, yeah. I mean, he's a legit tax guy. So there are like rules with it and all that stuff. But yeah. um, I think it's certain amount of hours they can't work or <laughs> you can't yeah you can't just make them work like 100 hours no. a week and i don't make them do anything like they literally like love doing yeah. these things they love being online with me they love i mean they sometimes i have to like push them away sometimes i'm like no this is an adult life this is not a child life <laughs> <laughs> it's true though well it's like same as aubrey right sometimes she wants to be so involved but 90 percent of the time I can't base my content or anything around her because she just wants nothing to do with it. And I, yeah. even if I wanted to force her to do and be involved, I physically couldn't. So to see no. pictures of like kids lined up in like age, I, I don't fathom how all of those kids, like how, what are you bribing your children with? I don't get it. Like, how are you making this happen? It's so, it's so personality. It oh. really is. I, you know, I feel like there's so many... I, Having three boys ages, my oldest is nine and my youngest turned five today. Got it. Um, and going through this three times, I have three boys. My pregnancies were all totally different. Mm -hmm. I didn't find out what I was having with one and two. Um, and I, for sure, everyone for sure thought number two was a girl. Like they were convinced. I carried it was different. so different. So different. I carried different. I looked different. I ate different. I like... Night and day, uh, like night and day. Um, they're both boys. They're both very different personalities and they both look completely different. Like one and two are opposite ends of the spectrum. Like one is, number one is Greek, dark hair, curly, dark eyes, although they're hazily now, dark skin, like golden skin. Number two is white as can be, green eyes, blonde hair, straight sticks, stick straight hair. Google your kids now. Cause I feel like, so, but we're one and three are both dark, right? Uh, no, three look has darkish. It's kind of an in-between. He's got the, like the more, like he's more going to golden, like number one. Um, he kind of looks like a little bit like number one and has the same eyes color, but he's blonde like number two. Okay. So here, I'm just going to show them all. Oh Yeah. He's such a beautiful family. They are, you know, I have found that I, as much as, as, as difficult as this is right now in the state of our world in general, um, I do love this every day being able to like not have to be somewhere. So what is your schedule and your routine like right now? Like I know, so your job you're still working a lot, but there's more flexibility in that other than brand deals. There's not necessarily like strict timelines. You can adjust those accordingly. So what is your day and schedule? Yeah. Look like? Well, I have, so I use um, Morgan to do all my content planning and she does all my analyses, my content calendar, my email calendar. So she kind of has all my stuff. So I do have deadlines because if I don't keep up with that. They'll harass you and hunt you down. Well, and it <laughs> screws her because then she has to redo everything. So I do. And once I hired her to do that, it completely changed my life because I felt like I needed that accountability. Yeah. Um, so I do that. Um, and I obviously have brand deals that we put into that and all that kind of stuff. So my schedule in general was the kids are gone and I had a whole day where I photograph another day where I'm trying to write posts and, and maybe, um, edit pictures. So I was trying to batch all my work. Yeah. Well, that has kind of flown out the window a little bit right now. Yeah. Because, you can't batch with three kids home. Yeah. It's hard because my husband is in finance and he works all day and we're trying, last week we got together and we're like, okay, so what's your schedule? What's my schedule? When can I get a alone work time? And basically my alone work time started at 4 PM and I'm so tired by that. And I I'm like, it doesn't work for me. Like I am so exhausted. And by then I want to drink. So I've been yes. like, oh, we didn't have a drink. Do you have a drink? I do actually. Um, downstairs. I left it. Shit. Let me go get it. Oh, Hold you on. can go get it. Yeah. I'm going to go get it because I actually poured it because I, it's 140 here and it's like time. So hold on. <laughs> Day 13. I realized the last few days I've mucked up the dates. <laughs> 
Because really, honestly, I I still struggle to know what day of the week it is. And I'm checking my calendar every day. It's just the sense of everything is a little bit wonky. I'm 90% sure that it's day 13 today. Yes. And I talked to Sophia already today, so I'm going to splice her in next. But essentially, I know her through the blogging world. She's a food blogger, does, I don't even know what the best way of saying it, but she makes delicious recipes without meat, essentially is the, the best way of describing it. But we just chatted about life, her boys. We randomly got a glass of wine in the middle, because why not? And yeah. Yeah, guys, whose brain is fried? Because I know that mine sure is. I'm just going to splice right into the interview with Sophia right now. She is at Veggies Don't Bite on Instagram, and she very much keeps it real, and I love that. Here you go. A funny look. Aww. I Cheers. Cheers. Um, so, yeah, it's only 140 here, but I was prepping dinner, and this was in front of me, and I was using a little bit to saute a few things. And I was like, I need some red wine. I mean, it's like, it's 140. It's time. Um, yes, I've definitely, I, oh, especially so when the kids were little, I started drinking really early and it's not, I know there's this whole controversy about like mom world and drinking. I don't drink cause I feel like I have to, I don't drink to solve the stress all the time. I drink cause I enjoy it. I, I agree. I don't think there's anything. I mean, I could survive without it. No problem. Oh, hundred percent. And I do. And honestly, my husband and I talk about this a lot. Like we, we kind of go up and down, but we don't drink like daily as a couple. Like mm. right now we do. <laughs> yeah, it's different now. Special scenario. But we don't drink daily as a couple. Like we will go out and tie one on and have a fabulous time together. We actually love drinking together. We're the couple that like yeah, gets like more fun when we drink. Um, versus like argues or gets snippy or whatever. Like yeah, us we, too. we actually have a really good time. Um, but I, back to my schedule is I, by four o'clock, I want to drink. And so I've been writing a few blog posts, like a little tipsy and I'm like missing things. I'm this can't happen. Like I can't be writing my blog posts at, during happy hour. Like it doesn't and work. Your blog posts are like detail like things that details matter my blog well, posts, yeah like recipes don't matter <laughs> yeah like recipes like yeah. cup half a cup whatever yeah. well Jeez. I was editing a recipe the other day like I was just adjusting a few things and um I realized that two days later when I went to make it it was my pancake recipe actually that I'd accidentally put in instead of two tablespoons of maple syrup I'd put I'd put in a half a cup and I was like whoo <laughs> Cause I made it the other day and I, cause I make it on autopilot and I was making it and I'm like, God, this seems soupy and really sweet. What's going on? And then I looked at my notes cause I have a book that I draft all my recipes in. I was like, Whoa! oh my God. Why are these really sweet crates? Right. And I'm like, great. Somebody out there is like, this recipe sucks. Yeah. yeah so, um, I changed that. But so <laughs> last week we were like, let me find the time for you to work or whatever that didn't work out. So what I'm doing now is I'm sucking it up, putting on my big girl pants and I'm letting my husband do what he has to do and work without trying to, without too much stress and pressure. I do break down from time to time, which I'm do that because I'm being really good. And then if there's things that I absolutely need to get done, like a video I have to record for my membership site, I will tell him, when can I record this? It has to be during the day. When can I record this where you can have the kids upstairs quiet because I need absolute silence. So we're, we're working through it. I feel like um, I'm realizing that I'm a play it week by week person and I don't want to commit to a certain schedule or plan long-term. Like I just want to see how this rides out, especially because my kids are going into two weeks of spring break. So when is, yeah. So when it, you have two weeks of spring break, just yes. starting. Um, so this was a week of a uh, conference week. So they had half days all this week, supposedly like they were supposed to have half days. Mm. So last week was our first week. Last week was regular school, but, um, it was the first week of our schools being shut. So we really didn't have a lot of work. Teachers were like, what's happening this week is half days. They had a few things, but like it's half days. And then, then next week is the first week of spring break. And then another week. So 
By the time we come back from spring break, our teachers are going to have, or I'm assuming, a solid plan. So I think that our schedule will look a little different once that starts. Yeah, I think because everyone I talk to, it's so different in terms of when the breaks are, yeah. what the plans are for school. Because our and it's different though, because I only have a kindergarten kid. So the plan mm -hmm. is like, here are some YouTube channels that are sort of ed educational, right? Like survive, let your kid play. It's not the end of the yes. world. Like they don't 100%. need to learn their alphabet in the next three weeks. Like they'll survive. No. But your kid, you actually have like, what grade? A, so what grade a, is that? I have a third grader and a second grader. Yeah, yeah, they'll still. But see. you know what? See, that's I was a. I don't know if you know this, but I was a teacher for fourteen years. Yeah, that's so you're like whatever. But but and that's the thing is everyone's like, oh, you can teach them, and I'm like, yeah, no, I have a job and I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'm not. This is my issue right now is, I feel like there needs to be a meeting of the minds in the sense of, um, teachers and parents uniting and just being okay with the fact that school is not going to continue like it did. Yeah. Like I don't let's talk about life skills. Let's talk about full projects. Like my son's um, teacher who I adore is a very type B go with the flow, magical unicorn type of teacher. And I'm what I wouldn't say my, my insides, the way I was. You're type A. You're type I, A. That's how I was born. <laughs> but I'm learning Honestly, as the, I have had a few major life events happen in the last year or two, yeah. and I'm learning that I'm actually veering a little bit away from that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually wanting to veer away from that. Um, and too. so as like right now, like last week we had zero schedule this week, I needed some parameters when I realized that I was not going to get work time during the day. Cause my husband's work needs him. He needs him to work and I don't want him to lose his job. So, um, I had to set some parameters. So we have two hours of quiet reading and work time where the kids have to do their learning activities, but it's totally self-guided by them. I'm not doing it. That's my work time. So I mean, quiet, meaning they interrupt me every 10 minutes to tell me something funny they read about in a book or whatever. Mm -hmm. you, you get how it is. But they're involved in something mm -hmm. and they're, they're at their quote unquote little desk area working. And the doing little one, independently. Yes. And even Leo is doing, he has a workbook that I had from the other boys. It was like my big kindergarten workbook that he loves and he has Starfall on his iPad. So even he's doing stuff. So we've structured in the sense that we have work time. And then after that, they have lunch. Well, first thing in the morning, they just play. I want to work out. I want to get breakfast done. I want to get this, all the cat stuff done. The cat's like super old and needs all these things happening in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got like fluids and meds. And so in the morning I get up early, I work out, I do the cat, I shower, I get my own breakfast and the boys get their own breakfast. And then they play for the first like two hours of the day. They just play, they play or watch shows or whatever. I don't, I really don't care what You're they just do. Just like go be boys. Yep, be, go be. And then we have a snack and then there's their work time and then is lunch. And then they have to do their chores and um, they're on uh, online uh, Greek school, which is called Duolingo. It's like, has like every language in the world. So if anybody listening cool. wants something, it's amazing. And even the little ones doing it. Um, and then they have 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes of that. And then is they have to exercise for an hour, whether that's playing outside or yoga on TV or a workout on YouTube or whatever. And then they play. And we try, we've been doing family happy hour in the, in the hot tub as often as we can, like around like five-ish. Yeah, I've seen those videos. They're so cute. The faces, the slow-mo ones were amazing. Oh, oh yeah. When they decided to jump into the 58 degree pool, I'm like, you guys are crazy, but yeah. go for it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's such a boy thing to do. Cause I would, there's not, no, not actually if someone dared me and told me I couldn't do it, I probably would because I'm very driven by stuff like that. Oh, so am I, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's kind of why they did it because we're like, oh, it's too cold. And of course, Sam's like, watch me. We'll I can do fine. it. We're like, all right. <laughs> so we have a loose schedule, but that's it's a very... good loose schedule, though. Like, it's yes. enough structure. So that I think would work well for me because I think I need the structure for me more than I need it for them. Like, yes. my kids are at the age where they, they thrive off structure, but they would survive just playing all day long but I need the structure. I need to know that my stuff or things are going to happen at some point throughout the day. I don't care. It doesn't have to happen at like 11 o'clock every day. Right. It has to happen yes. at some point. And you know, I also feel like I'm teaching them time, time management skills. 
Yeah. Like this is, they have a list of tasks they have to complete. And I've told them like, you earn screen time for everything you complete. You don't complete it. That's on you. I don't care. Yeah. That's your you're the one that doesn't get, that's, you're the one that doesn't get the screen time. And so your brothers are on screens and you're not, I mean, that's what happens. So I'm teaching them, like, I'm trying to teach them more life skills and I'm also allowing them to bond, you know, as brothers. Yeah. I think that's so important. And I think that that in and of itself, because I have a rule, like, don't come to me for stupid things. Like you guys are fighting over something, figure it out. Like I'm not the mom. They're old enough now that they can figure it out. Yeah. And even the five-year-old, like he's, he needs to like, I don't know. I just, I've always been the more like tough cookie kind of mom. Like, I'm not going to like freak out. Like, oh, your brother hit you. Okay. Well, why'd your brother hit you? Oh, you're calling him names. Okay. Well, is that how we react? Do we hit? No. Okay. Get over it. But it's, I'm not the like, unless my boys aren't very physical and violent. So unless like something like that were to happen, I jump in, but I feel like Aubrey's probably more violent than your boys. She's like, um, like jump kick off the bed and like jump kick into Austin's and like knock him over. I'm like, like one and a half kid, like stop karate chopping, jumping him off the bed. No, those are my, that's my niece. My, my sister has two girls. And I don't know if you saw this story, like many months ago, but we were at my parents' house and we were dying because my sister's daughters had all three of my boys pinned on the ground (laughs) and were saying, how do you like me now? And my boys are all, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Mom, help. Strong, confident young lady. Which I'm all for. I'm like, go for it, girl. That's why I didn't help. But I, but I'm like, yeah, they have, they're definitely not. I, I, that's why going back to personality, a hundred percent. It's all personality in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask you something and this is probably not a fair question, but this is what I'm struggling with right now. And I'm sure you get this question all the time. Your handle is veggies don't bite. You have to go follow her on Instagram. It's a really cool mix of like beautifully curated food pictures and just real life, which I love. That's my um, story. Which is so, 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 so good. (laughs) But I'm eating a lot of frozen vegetables right now that taste like ass. How can I make frozen vegetables not taste like ass? Have people been asking you this? Well, so I've been doing a lot of um, pantry meals and I actually just made a shift in my email list with instead of just emailing like my, so my content calendar is about two months behind my email list because I'm putting things up for future, you know, for it to get, to, to start gearing up for traffic. And my email list is kind of like the content stuff I put out a couple months ago, but we just made the shift just because of everything we're at. And I feel like right now I ask myself, like, what do people need me for? Yeah. People need me. Yes. They they need like fridge and freezer and pantry staples. Like what am I going to do with this stuff? They need to figure out like, how can I shop in bulk to make it cheaper? Um, What can I buy in bulk? How can I make these bulk items? Because the truth of the matter is a lot of things right now we can't find at the store, but we can find them in bulk online. There's a lot of online resources, uh, like, like nuts, like nuts.com, like um, Thrive Market. Like, there's so many places that you can go online and get bulk items that, are, that can be, and it's stuff that because we're told don't go out often, you want to buy in bulk things that will last. And so I am trying to teach people. I just put out um, last week, a how to cook dried chickpeas post. Today went live, a how to, what to do with dried lentils. I have um, going live, um, how to cook quinoa, how to cook, like all these little things. Oh, good. So I have, you're going to laugh. I have dried lentils, a lot of dried lentils in my cupboard, but because I don't know how to cook them and I don't know what to do with them, I just use them in sensory bins. <laughs> you know what? Like they're actually a great sensory activity. And in, in oh. my live, um, Last week I did, I've been trying to do, have my kids in, I do two lives a week and one of them I try to have my kids in. One of the things I had my son do was rinse the lentils because you're using it as a sensory activity, but you're also using it to prep dinner. So I put the lentils in a colander and I had him take the water and rinse them with his hands and it's super sensory. Um, Another great sensory thing for the kid, by the way, that if you want something for your kids to do that work on fine motor skills, peeling garlic. Ooh. I hate to peel garlic. So I give him the, I gave him the garlic and I just said, yeah, I off the best totally you can. use the jars. Cause I'm like, again, I'm not, I'm not I do too. I'm just but like, I couldn't find it. 
Girl, I do too, but I couldn't find it. Uh, so this is what I'm saying. Like there's things yeah, that I've done that, yeah. So I had to buy regular garlic because I couldn't find my peeled garlic that I usually use. Yeah. So I hate peeling garlic. So I had him do it. That's <laughs> and it, smart. It yeah. took like, like 20 minutes. It was like a 20 minute activity. Like he was like in like, I mean, especially if you have a, if you have a reward kid and like for every clove that you peel, you get one M&M or whatever, like. Amazing. Win, win, yeah. win, win. Yes. So. The lentils one went up today and there's a ton of different things for lentils, but this is what I'm trying to do with people. And so yeah. when it comes to frozen vegetables, um, you honestly, personally, you can use frozen vegetables in any recipe. You just need to follow the recipe. So when they say like, for example, I have a fried rice recipe, like super simple. It's nothing fancy. It's literally like soy sauce, like vinegar, like fried rice. When you're saute, when it says to saute the veggies, you just saute the frozen ones. Okay. Okay. And you, you saute them with olive oil or whatever you use, or if you're oil-free, whatever. And this, and you just make sure there's no salt in them already, but um, like salt in all your herbs and spices or whatever. And you just saute them the same way. Just you just don't, yeah, you just don't need to saute them as longer, much, like as long as the fresh ones, because they're already cooked. Oh, I always thought it was the opposite. I always thought because they were frozen, I had to do them longer. And that's probably why they always end up super mushy. Yes. Yep. Just until they're cooked through. Um, and the other thing I actually like to do with frozen veggies is I actually, um, if I have some, I put them on the counter and let them naturally defrost a little before mm. I use them because then there's not, and then you can like, some of them like get watery because they form ice crystals and then you yeah. don't have all the water in your pan. So you can dump yeah. them, like let them defrost and dump it in like a strainer to strain the water out and then mm -hmm. use them that way. Um, but frozen veggies are actually really good today on my live, um, at four my time, which is in two hours. I'm doing, um my uh, quick and easy taquito recipe. <gasps> I love Mexican food. Yeah. So we're doing taquitos. And um, one of the best things for those is frozen veggies. You just defrost it. So it's not like frozen. You don't have mm. to cook them because you're going to cook the taquitos. And the recipe is all done in a food processor. So you use whatever beans you have. Um, I want to say I've got some white and pinto maybe today. I don't know. I have to go look. Like really um, what's ever in your pantry though. Yeah. Whatever beans you have, whatever veggies you have, fresh, frozen. If they're fresh, you want to make sure they're cooked. Um, and then I use cashews in there to put a little bit of creamy and texture. You don't have to puree the cashews because, or soak them if you don't want to, because if there's a little bit of texture in there, it's totally fine. Um, but if you don't have cashews, you can put sour cream, you could put yogurt, you could put anything or leave it out. It doesn't make a difference. Um, I have a little trick in there that I put a little bit of vinegar. It gives it a little bit of like depth to the filling. I and it never thought of that. Yeah. It tastes like, my husband says it tastes like Taco Bell. Um, oh my I don't know God. If you, yeah. I don't know if you know Taco Bell. <laughs> so, no. So I love Taco Bell and I'm so embarrassed. Okay. I feel like I'm drinking way faster than you. That's um, because I'm talking too much. Yeah. Sorry. I'll, I'll talk for a sec so you can drink. I, um, in Ottawa, there's only two Taco Bells in the whole city. And we're like, I don't even know how many people were. We're like millions of people. And one of them is 25 minutes from my house. And I used to literally just like drive 25 minutes just to go through the Taco Bell drive-thru because I'm so obsessed with, I call it the cow face meat because it's basically what it is. Yeah, like yeah. face meat. So disgusting, but it's so good. So I have a few recipes that my husband calls Taco Bell recipes. Um, I have these taquitos um, that he says taste like Taco Bell. I have um, a, a, talk, a whole food plant-based like taco meat recipe, which is a combination of dried chickpeas and rice. And you pulse it and it makes like a crumbly taco meat type texture and flavor. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> but the taco meat recipe I make with my cheese sauce and I bake it in a crispy taco. And then we put stuff on it. So my kids call it Taco Bell night because my husband's like, this tastes like Taco Bell tacos. Oh my God. And, but it's like healthy. It's like not bad for you. And then I have a, in my cookbook, I have a um, corn chip burrito. It's like seven layers, but it includes corn chips, Frito pie burrito. That's what it is. It's like corn chips in this. And my husband calls that Taco Bell as well. So I have three recipes that okay. remind him of his young days. <laughs> Do you mind? Yeah. Before he was, uh, meat was cut from the, from the diet, yeah. but do you mind sending me those those three links? And I'm no, gonna I will. in the description and then shop the ingredient. I'm I'm doing our first grocery shop in a long time on Saturday. So I'm gonna see for I don't know that we'll probably be missing anything because it sounds like we have all that stuff, but I'm making them. Yeah, I would say the taco meat's pretty easy. The taquitos are like 
you can, those are so easy because it's all in a food processor and you literally food process it. You put in some frozen veggies and hide those veggies in there. Your kids have, have no idea. And then you literally put it in tortillas, roll them and bake them. It's so, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's super simple. Um, the key though, is if you want them crispy, you don't want to overstuff the tortilla because then it gets mushy and like leaks out. Yeah. Cause it's true because when you buy frozen taquitos, there's like almost nothing inside. Yeah. So you want to put enough to make it good, but not overstuff it. Cause then that'll, and then also if you really want it crispy, you can brush some olive oil or something on it and that'll like crisp them up as well. But you don't have to, if you roll, if you put the right filling and you roll them right, um, it's pretty like foolproof and my kids love it. So Leo requested taquitos for his birthday dinner, okay. which is why I'm doing it on my live today. And that's like, yeah. And we just, honestly, it's the easiest dinner because we make those and then I make guacamole and then um, slice some lettuce and toss it with some like olive oil and vinegar. I don't think I can talk to you much longer because I'm literally salivating because it's, well, for me, it's five o'clock, right? So it's, yeah, it's well, dinner I'm, time. And I feel like right now it's like, what is time really? No, like I know. And I'm hungry all the time. Do you find that? Well, I mean, you talk about food all day, so it may be different, but I'm literally, I'm a ravenous monster of snacks lately. I just can't stop eating. So I recently started seeing a naturopath. Um, so you're all don't. balanced and like healthy now. Well, so I, cause <laughs> I'm turning, wait, how old am I? 42. What, what day is it? Like, yeah, seriously. I always forget my age, which is really bad. Um, I'm 42. I'm turning 43 in July. Got it. Okay. However, I have already um, hit menopause and oh, really? not, not, e not even perimenopause. I'm like officially done with menopause. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, that's crazy. This, this week, because it's been a year. Once you get a year without a period, you're in menopause. And so all my levels started saying, my, my body's been so screwed up. Like my levels were postmenopausal like a year ago. That's and she's crazy. like, I'm surprised you're even bleeding ever because it was so sporadic. And it's been a year. So I'm done with menopause and I don't get the hot flashes as much anymore. Like, Good yeah, it's, it's actually kind of cool. Like I'm fine. But ever since this like body change of mine, I've had issues with my digestion and all this stuff. So I met this naturopath and she's virtual, which is crazy and amazing, but she does this crazy voodoo, like Eastern medicine stuff. And she said I was coming up as gluten. I mean, four double Comes batteries. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'll get them in a second. Okay, honey? Mommy, I need a Daddy said Do you want to come say hi to Sophia? Hi, Sophia. Hi. I love your dress. It's actually Elsa. Wait. I know somebody who's definitely the same name as your name. Um, yeah, Princess Sophia. Yeah. Sophia the first. You like that's, her, don't you? That's yeah. not me, though. I always watch that. <laughs> yes, my kids call you me Sophia the first. You have to ammo it to give her power to talk to animals. I have that power, too. <laughs> Where's your my necklace to talk to animals? My... My cat talks to me often. How? Well, like complains, but yeah. How? 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 <laughs> yeah, he does. Okay. Okay, honey, tell daddy I'll be done in two minutes, okay? Okay. Um, wait till they can tell time. You're not going to be able to say that anymore. <sighs> FYI. Um, it sucks. Um, oh, to that. Yes. Um, what was I saying? I oh, so I, with all these changes, I started seeing this naturopath and she told me through her energy readings and whatever, she's like, you're coming up as gluten, having gluten issues. And we've always been like gluten-ish, but my husband, like, you know, if we eat too much, like pasta, whatever, we always kind of feel our bellies or whatever, but I've always eaten like whole grain and, you know, I was like, oh, you know, whole grain, gluten-free pastas a lot, um, just because we eat a lot of pasta. So we're like, oh, let's eat the gluten-free pasta. We found stuff we loved, but she's like, no, you need to go 100% gluten-free. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You're like, no, 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 no. I'm the healthiest person. No, thank yes. you. No. So, yeah, no, thank you. Exactly. I am so sad to report that I feel so much better. <laughs> now that you've gone gluten-free. Oh my God. It's been, I want to say it's been a month, almost two months. And all, yeah. I, I never knew how bad it was until, you until I did it. Yeah. And I used to always get like, I love to eat and I might be a quote unquote, I, I wouldn't call myself necessarily 
healthy. I'm more, I'm you're very healthy. balanced. I love fries. You're healthy I, compared to the rest of the world. Maybe, yes. But I still like when people, when people think of healthy, they think like you never indulge. Like I indulge all the time. You still have I Skittles. Just, yeah, I have Skittles. We have <laughs> cake. We have ice cream. We do a, plenty of stuff. Like French fries are my weakness. Anywhere I go, I eat French fries. But what I didn't realize is that so many times after I ate, I'd have what I can only describe as almost like a full feeling. Mm. And I'd be bloated, but a different kind of bloated. Not like the kind of bloated that like it's gassy and then like you can let it out, like almost like trapped, but it's very yeah. hard to explain. I know what and you mean. Like very full and like just full. And I wasn't hungry all the time. And now that I've been gluten-free, like that's the thing is I'm hungry all the time and I eat all the time. But it, I digest it and I don't feel terrible. So I'm like, I just keep eating because I'm hungry. It's <laughs> and crazy. And you're stuck at home and all you can do is eat and drink. And that's yes. it. I know. But I'm doing yoga. So there you go. It fixes everything, right? Totally. Yoga is magic. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but you know what? Here's the thing. We're going to get through it. Oh, 100%. It's, it's really interesting, I find, because I'm just thinking ahead to like, let's say six months in the future, or even let's say two years in the future, it's going to be looking back and thinking, oh, wow, remember that time. This is a moment in yes. history that we yes. talk about for decades and decades. And it's crazy that we yes. are in that right now. Right. And you think it makes me think about all those people and like the, when we were younger and like in school and those history books, like the revolution and all these things, mm -hmm. like, did they know they were a part of history? Or do we know just because of our access now to things? Yeah, that's the only, I feel like that's the only reason. And because our exposure to, yeah, our access to media. Yes. Yes. And I feel like, yes, it's like we are living history. And I don't know if you saw something I posted in my stories, but it was a future college student telling his mom, like, you know, in college today, we learned about the coronavirus and how it was terrible for our economy and blah, blah, blah. Mom, was it really that bad? Because all I remember is that I had to be homeschooled, but we did so many fun things and it was actually one of the happiest moments of my life. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, this is what I want for my kids. Like, I want my kids to remember this as like, yes, I want them to know that because I cry and break down in front of my kids all the time. I'm not the mom that hides and makes my kids feel like everything's okay because I think it's important for them to know that it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. I want them to see me break down. I want them to see that because I want them to also see me bounce back. Yep. and see that it's okay and but I want them to realize that like this is really a cool time and that's why we do a hot tub happy hour and my husband and I are like let's continue to do hot tub happy hour even after yeah and it's funny we're starting to do those things now where it's like okay well what are we going to continue on what yes. is sticking and what are these moments it's my kids have I mean they've been affected in the sense that they miss their friends but yeah they are so happy because we are home with them all the time. Yes. They're thriving. Like they are living their best lives right now. It's crazy. Well, and that's the thing because my husband travels for work. Mm, so they're probably so happy to have him home. Yes, they do. The only, the only thing I'd say is when he would travel, the littlest one used to sleep in my bed and that was a oh. special time. So he's like giving <laughs> Joe like the side eye. Get out. This is my spot. Right. That's so good. <laughs> but in general, it's stressful and I'm, I try, you know, I, d I definitely feel like I'm more positive now. My whole thing is I really, we have a trip planned in June to go see some really good friends on the East coast. And we definitely are, I mean, I think by then we're going to be fine. Like that is, I think we're going to go through the curve and then it's start going to start going down. And then people are going to, the world's going to be like, all right, let's go back. Just still be careful. Wash your hands, whatever. Um, and honestly, I think most of us have been exposed already. My son's football teacher has it. Football uh, oh, wow. coach has it. Yeah. So, so we've been told that we're exposed. Um, my sister's school had two cases. And so they actually got a call from the health department and yeah. were told to self-quarantine. Um, I think most of us probably have been exposed. And my dad is an immunologist. He studied viruses his whole life. Crazy. So I get a lot of insight. Yes, I get a lot of inside information and there's things I, I'm not privy to talk about. However, I can tell you that there is some stuff that's very close to being approved as far as medication to help cool. combat symptoms of it. And I feel like 
I feel like this is a moment where as a world, we're going to connect in a way that we've never connected and I'm seeing it. And I think you, you probably see it. Those of us that are influencers and have people from all over the world, I feel like we play such an important role right now. And I think people, the problem with that is, is a double-edged sword is that people don't see the responsibility of leading in an appropriate, yes. positive, uplifting, message-setting way. And so I think it's everyone's, ours included, everyone's responsibility to consume information that is appropriate and will better their lives. Exactly. And that, see, for me, I'm lucky in that I have my father who tells me what's, because anytime yeah. I see something, I send it to him. He's like, nope, don't believe the media. There's so many things that has caused panic that, have caught, that has caused harm. Just because you don't panic doesn't mean you don't take it seriously. Yeah. And that's been my issue is that I see people that are like, panic this, that. And I personally am like, you don't have to panic and hoard all the masks so that our hospital workers don't have them. Okay. Like so, you can be serious yeah. without panic. Here's, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I would actually love your input on this because I'm seeing things from the outside and my experience living in Canada is a little bit different than I think of what's happening in the States. I see yes. two very polarizing situation in the States. There are the people who are excessively dangerously hoarding things. And we still have some hoarding happening in Canada, but I don't think it's the same level. No. Excessively dangerously hoarding things on one side. And the other side of the spectrum are people who are bitching and complaining about taking away their civil rights. And it's, I haven't seen this side at all in Canada. Like that, I, the first person who argued with me about it was a couple people from the States on Instagram. And I was like, okay, you're in Texas. Yeah. Like, just, yes. just go. And that's not, I... No I'm, Texas, but you know what I mean. Well, honestly, it's, it's, a, very, it's a stereotype. It is. It's a stereotype, but it is a very high, like, I own my guns, I have rights in whatever type of area. Not to say everyone's like that, but it's true. Much to our... So, and you also have to understand, my family, I'm first generation here. My family's from Greece. So my mom and dad were born and raised in Greece. And you have a so different perspective as well. I do have a different perspective because I actually lived there for a year. Like, I... I'm all about rights, but I also feel that we almost have overdone it to the sense that this constitution was written at a much different time. And it, in my opinion, it needs to be amended to reflect our current situation. And I seen people in Florida partying on the, on the beach and saying, it's my right to spring break. And oh my God, how dare you close the bars? What else am I going to do? But my response is, I get it. But what about my kid's right to be a kid? What about my child's right to play outside? What about my child's right to be with their friends? Like we're all losing rights. And if we want those rights back, health trumps everything, period. And unfortunately, in my opinion, our leader hasn't exactly done the best job <laughs> to convey that message. And if he would have stepped up at the very beginning and said, we have a crisis, it is our job, like he like our country steps up to help other countries in need, it is the time to help our country. Yep. You know, and so this is why we are where we are. And it makes me sad. But at the same time, I have to tell you the way I have conveyed this to my readers, I sent an email out. And I said that, what if, let's take a step back. What if we were all riding a freight train heading for a brick wall? And this was our saving grace. What mm -hmm. if this actually seems horrible, but what if this really actually has saved us? Yeah. And if we were to hit that brick wall, if you think this is horrible, that would have been the most tragic thing you can ever imagine. So maybe, maybe this horrible moment in time is actually a time to step back and it's almost like a well check, check like a well check for, for our country and the world. Like, Let's well check. Where are our weaknesses? We know our weaknesses now. They're out there. Let's fix those. Let's fix those so that when this happens again, because it will, it will happen again. My mom told me every generation has a tragedy. And oh, yeah. my mom said, my mom, my mom sent us this, and this is very hard for us because my parents don't live far away and we haven't been able to see them in months because they were in Australia traveling for a month and just got home a week from sa last Saturday. So yeah. they, they're high risk, they're older and they're quarantined in their home and we send groceries to them. Mm -hmm. And my mom, it's very challenging for her. We haven't seen my parents. We haven't been able to hug them. But my mom sent us a text and they said, and she said, 
when I was a child, we were going through World War II. They lived in the mountains of Greece. Her father was taken by the opposing army or whatever, and her mother didn't know if he would ever return, okay? At a time where they were quarantined at home because they couldn't walk out because of war. So they were at home without running water, without like, we didn't know, they didn't know if their father would ever return home. My dad lived in the city of Athens and was quote unquote wealthier. Like my mom was extremely poor growing up, like no running water, didn't know if they were eating day to day, like very, very, very poor. My dad was a little well off, better off, like considered more well off. His father was a doctor. However, his father tr treated a German soldier and was being chased by the Greek army because he treated a German soldier and helped him survive. That's like a movie. That's insane. Yes. So my grandmother was pregnant at the time and lost the baby from the stress because they had to take him to the village mountains and hide him so that he wasn't found and killed by the army. She's like, you people are being asked to stay home so that you don't make people sick. I'm pretty sure you're good. Yeah. Perspective. Thank so you. She's like, every generation, this is going to happen again. So this is our well check. What can we fix for next time? What can we do in life? Like, what are the things that we found right now that we're thinking about that we don't, that we want to make better? And I'll say for me, it's being more present with my kids because I have been in this business and I've, I'm trying, I'm using this time. My goal is to get two months ahead in all of my content. I'm two months ahead already in my photography, but I want to get two months ahead of my post writing. I want to get two months ahead of my email writing. And other than like the brand work that comes, but I want to get two months ahead so that I can work when my son goes to kindergarten in the fall, I can work from eight to two. And when they're home from school, work is gone and I'm a hundred percent with them. Yeah. Because I'm the mom that like, I don't want to be like, I've been that mom and I want to be present and I try, I try the best I can, but it's been this roller coaster, and I'm like, this has been the gift of time. Yeah. So how can we use this? Like, other than I'm a very social person, so it's killing me not to be with my girlfriends, but I think that that, if I can get this gift of time, it's for, a sh you know, cause it's, it's going to be over you guys. Like, it's not going to be, people are like, oh, it's going to go for 18. No, it's not. It's going to go for maybe three months is my guess. I think we're going to be out of school because by the time we're supposed to go back. Oh yeah. No school for anybody. School's done. So I, mean, I don't know that for sure people. I'm just yeah. guessing. Yeah. And I think if anything, maybe our schools might go back for like the last week or two, just for that camaraderie. Hmm. Um, but I mean, at least where we are, cause I think, I, I think it will depend on state, but my dad also says that when they, if they were to release schools, it has to happen in waves. Cause you can't do it all at once. Cause it'll cause a pandemic again. Oh yeah. That's smart. Yeah, Things I would never that. think of. Yeah, me neither. But if I know that like there's an end point and there is, this is the gift of time. And how are you going to use that? Because I don't want to look back on this time and say, I didn't use that time to the best of my ability. A hundred percent. I think to all of that, it helps that we're all simultaneously going through very similar, not the same, but very similar situations. So I think that's very me, similar. What helps is there's no two situations that are identical, but we're all yes. struggling with the same feelings and emotions and the uncertainty. Yes. And that's comforting in a way. And I have to say that I have been, I've been e along with my regular emails to my list every Sunday, I've been doing a check-in email. Oh, that's nice. I've been telling, I've been very, they've been very raw and bold and the responses talk about like connecting with your audience. I get so many emails back. Really? That's amazing. Oh my God. Like, yes. People saying that, like, I had so much fear and your positive note today really just helped me turn it around. And like, it is a time to connect with people because everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know. 100%. I just, I think us as Jenny's people, like, I think we're on a good note. I just feel like, I hope everybody else can realize this is a time to help people out. Totally. If people want to connect with you and find your taquito recipe and all of your beautiful food pictures, where can they go to do that? 
Um, I'm most active on Instagram. I do have a closed Facebook group that I'm actually very active on now that I've grown to love, even though Facebook has never been my favorite. Like I actually love this little group. I mean, little, it's grown. I'm almost at like, I think I want to say I hit 900 the other day. It's only been around since like November. Crazy. Yeah. So it's been growing a lot lately. Um, but mostly Instagram, Facebook, email, my blog, like I'm, I'm pretty active with everything. You have a lot of great stuff on Pinterest. Veggies don't bite. Oh yeah. Pinterest. I'm on there. I have, I, I never talk about Pinterest. I have a girl who handles it. So I'm like, I make the pins and she does everything else. But yes, there is a lot on Pinterest as There's well. I actually, I think I have, I want to say I'm close to a hundred thousand followers on Pinterest. Yeah. Your Pinterest is huge. And it's an inspiration because I hate Pinterest with a passion. I like using it as a consumer, but I don't like using it as a content creator. It, it makes me angry, but I have to. <laughs> I haven't checked in a really long time. That's a really good I'm going to go check after this. Okay. See I'm going to put your links and everything on the description thank you. below, but thank you so much for letting me hide in my bedroom with my wine. Oh my God. Me too. Like my kid's room. And people are going to be like, what is happening? Why is there a stoplight? Do you, my girlfriend's a designer. My best friend from elementary school is a designer or junior high. And Aww. yep. It's amazing. Sam and Mason. Yeah. There's a stoplight on our wall. Yeah. It's amazing. It's epic. I love it. <laughs> Um, but this has been such a good break. I, it's just so nice to connect with adults that aren't, you aren't, um, sleeping with. <laughs> so true. It's so funny. Cause it's literally people are either going to have, like, they're going to be divorced. They're going to be alcoholics yes. or they're going to be like single people who are pregnant because they're like, what right. do I do yoga or have sex? I don't know. Thank God my husband's fixed is all I have to say, because it's like the craziest time because like, you can totally have like a midday romp, but then like your kids are here. So yeah, you have to be yeah. like really quiet and lock the door. Uh, and what are you doing? We're on conference calls. <laughs> no one get in. You should download the stop, the stop sign printable that I just made. I saw that. That's a very good idea. Like, except have the like people like on one side like this. Sexy time stop sign. Oh my God. This is a perfect time to have the birds and the bees talk with my kids. <laughs> oh my God. No, don't. Because then you can't be, you have to be extra sneaky. This is true. This is true. We're pretty sneaky though. We've, uh, TMI, but we've done it with kids in the room before when they're sleeping in a hotel room. So. Oh yeah. No, I definitely have. No, it's that's, I'm not that ballsy. Good for you though. Yeah. Props. It happens. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to leave it on that note. Cause I think that's the perfect ending to perfect. this. <laughs> Thank you so much. Go find her everywhere. Veggies don't bite all over the place. Welcome to the mum break podcast a place where you can feel normal, get helpful information, and laugh your ass off. Hopefully without peeing your pants. I'm your host, Erica, and I have two kiddos. I am not a mom expert, but I do have a zillion hours of therapy under my belt and no filter. I'm on my own journey to find happiness, and I want to help you on the way to yours.